Very positive. And what else? Maybe one or two more. Did anyone listen to it for the first time this year? It was your first time to hear it. First time I ever hear it. Do you have any thoughts on your first take? <laughs> I think kind of just the, you know, thing that felt more uplifting probably than More positive, more uplifting. Did it make you smile at any point? Yeah, I went back and watched stuff. I've been dying to say this, but I went back and watched the uh, the old Junior Ivy and Dr. Dre. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's good. Okay, so today, thank you for sharing that. Uh, so today we're going to listen to two songs from that mixtape album. Is The first one is going to be Finish Line. So we're going to listen to Finish Line, and then, uh, then we'll kind of have some conversation after that. And we'll kind of go from there. So I print out the lyrics so you will take oh, I'm just going to spread them out here. So while you're doing that, can I do it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, first thank of all, you. Yeah, feel wholly inadequate to be able to cover this album in 50 minutes. Oh, yeah. Do not feel possible in any way. So we're going to try it. We're just sampling stuff. That's why you're encouraged to listen to it at home. Just to do it quick so you kind of understand a little bit about who Chance the Rapper is. Uh, born in Chicago, neighborhood in the south side called Chatham. I'm probably mispronouncing that. That's okay. Forgive me. So grew up there. Uh, first hip-hop song he ever heard was Through the Wire by Kanye West. We're going to talk about that later, but that was the first time he fell in love with hip-hop there. His first mixtape was called 10 Days. We're going to cover that in two weeks. And it was, he created it while being suspended for school for marijuana possession for 10 days. Hence why it's called 10 Days. Um, he made that, and then he made Acid Rap, which was already mentioned. And it got, it blew up. Critical acclaim, was traveling. I saw him do that tour. It was huge. Critics loved it. It is very different than the album that we listen to today. But because of that success, he got really big. He moved to California and in four, was there for four months, got it hooked to Xanax and panicked. And so he's like, I'm, I'm becoming lazy. I'm lo losing my work ethic. Moved home, reconnected with an old girlfriend. Uh, she got pregnant and that changed kind of the course of who he was. Um, and so he began to kind of refocus. On top of that, when his baby was born, um, had a medical condition, it's a heart. Um, I'm going to mispronounce this, so I'm going to read it from my phone. Um, he had, was born with an atrial flutter. And uh, he said, you know, Chance grew up in a Christian home. His parents were both there, loved his parents. And, but that was the moment that he kind of began to reconnect with his faith. He had to cry out to God because he was worried about his son, or worried about his kid. And so from that, you get coloring book. And Kelly Book is a stark contrast in many ways to Acid Rap. And it threw a lot of people off, but it was a, a lot of critical acclaim. So we're going to look at Coloring Book because I think it's the easiest one to kind of work ourselves into. And then next week we'll get to Acid Rap. So let's start with, we're going to listen to the last two songs on the album. So Finish Line and then Blessings Part 2.
bricks in the school. It don't even matter, I was acting a fool. But who would think the raps would turn into raps? Don't matter, matter fact, can't happen to you. Scars on my head, I'm the boy who lived. Boy love playing when the boy too sick. Reclining on a prayer, I'm declining to help. I've been lying to my body, can't rely on myself, you know. Jesus mountain high, so he can watch your lonely child. I know.
turn to the person next to you and your tables, and you got the words, or most of you have the words, I, I, I think, and just discuss this song. You want to add something in there? You got questions? three questions to kind of help you think. One, what is this person, the person being Chance, communicating about God? What are they communicating about their relationship with God? And where does that align or disalign with how we view God? And so use that as kind of guiding questions on what you're talking about. Okay. Chat away. That verse, that second verse. What's that? That second verse is so good. Get this money, get this so good. That trend. The transitions are phenomenal. That's second. Well, I guess so. I guess here's the here's the question. Oh wait. <laughs> All right. Sorry, we're gonna jump in mostly because we gotta have time to do another song as well. Another song makes me cry, so we gotta be able to do it. So uh, let's start with kind of the first question. Where? Uh, how does Chance communicate about God? What 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 do you hear him talk about God? Who is God to Chance? I mean, he seems like he was needing um, somebody to pick him up. He yeah. had fallen so far, and so that was God. He didn't let him completely go. Didn't let him drown. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, like, that back half where he says, I'm drowning, and he, he literally says, I need Jesus to come yeah. rescue me. Right? Yeah. And I think his relationship is, like, really personal. And, like, I thought, I mentioned that I thought it was really interesting that there were verses where he was cursing. And, like, you don't hear that yeah. in music, but, like, right. that's, Personal, to be very honest. Anything else come out with it? There's one line that like jumps out to me. I don't want to hear someone come out. 
it's redemptive. He was talking about um, it's not just about him. Either. He wants he wants uh, redemption for his whole city. Mm -hmm. Come and make Chicago free. Make yeah. me free, but my people too. Did anybody when they were listening to that part where he said uh, was the direct like one day Chicago will be free? Mm -hmm. But uh, kind of when you hear it, it almost sounds like one day we'll all be free. It's said in a way. A lot of rappers will do that where they'll say a word in a way that you can hear it both ways. You know, to this notion that bring in kind of freedom. What else? About that first half, the first two verses. It's very I mean he's he's really reflecting on himself and I mean he's he kinda he feels like he bottomed out and he feels like it was because of himself he caused yeah. it. I mean he he's able to evaluate and see that it was a lot of decisions that he made that yeah. led him to really hit a point where, you know, now he's able to see like, oh my gosh, there's this light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. And it's the most joyful, jubilant thing. Yeah. It's kind of taking and on you can imagine. Yeah. Yeah. In my, uh, catch the line about, uh, he can hope, uh, Satan with a crucifix. What do you think? What do you think that, one, just a great line. Hope <laughs> Satan with a crucifix. Um, what, what do you think about, what does that communicate how he views his role now? So we've talked about he very much sees this kind of redemptive arc. He sees he's bottom out, it's his decision, but now there's hope, there's future for him. But then he gets to this line of now he's got the power to poke Lucifer with crucifix. What's that mean? What does that communicate about how he sees his relationship with God? hear Holy Spirit language almost in there. Mm -hmm. Kind of the power of the Holy Spirit filling you, you have the ability to conquer. More than conquer, right? So where else? Uh, that leads kind of third question. You're welcome to jump in on it. Unless I'm just oh yeah, that's good. At least kind of third question. Where, where does this align? We've already talked about this a little bit. Where does this notion align with the way that we view God? Or does this align? There's some scripture where we see this parallels. I just get a feeling like the Israelites by the river of Babylon, and they said, you know, and they were rescued from this place. Mm -hmm. Captivity was the first verse, the second verse was his, was his trip back to the Holy Land. Yeah. He's going to get there someday, and he thought he was. Yeah. Yeah, so there's this redemption, captivity, freedom. It's kind of parallels in some stories there in scripture. What else? Talk about the Psalms. Any, anybody pick up on the kingdom language that's kind of there? Right, I think it I think it's over there. So, you know, in the beginning of Mark, mm -hmm. it says that Jesus comes proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom. Throughout the Gospels, there's a constant this view. Jesus, what he proclaimed was kingdom on earth. So one of my favorite parts of this whole song is that the first kind of half, well, you would say maybe just the first verse, is, you know, I'm racing upstairs, I'm trying to get to heaven, my dog's there, you know, I'm trying to be there. But then it transitions into this language of God coming here and God bringing freedom and restoration. It's very much kingdom on earth 
language. Is that something we would expect to be on a rap song? <laughs> You're laughing. No, 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 not at all, right? No, no, no. <laughs> not a lot of times. Anything else? Yeah, good. Duke had a lot of that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Which is gin and juice. Keep it was coming. Something. D-O-W-G. Yeah. yeah. And Data Dark. So we sent out an article kind of attached to the email. If you're not on the email list, we'll make sure you get it. Okay. Data Dark, a professor at Belmont, wrote a whole article on this album. And that's one of the things he highlights is this notion of kingdom language. The chance really pushes this idea that the kingdom on earth, that God can be here and we can make it this end, not just that end, not just the other side of heaven. And so I think this song really highlights that. Yeah, and I, and I think even in that article, David points out um, that Chance kind of envisions his music, his crew, his fans are all engaged, engaged in God's group activity, kids of kingdom singing about freedom. So he kind of has this worldview that everybody that's associated with him in some way were all a part of this kingdom, kingdom life, heaven on earth kind of thing. Um, the one line up there, give me back up a little bit, I was just saying, looking yeah. over the over yeah. the verses again, and kind of in that first verse, Chance's first verse, where he kind of talks about what you mentioned, you know, him uh, moving out to LA, getting addicted to drugs, and coming back, and it's just a short line. He says, I started missing my chance. Now, granted, he said, I'm missing his chance in this music industry and this career that he was having. But I can almost look at that as like he was missing missing who he was. Yes. Yeah. And I don't know about everybody in the room, but I know that I've had those moments in life where you are so deep in whatever that you start to miss, like, I miss the... I miss me. And it's beautiful that he was able to use kind of like that, you know, that double language and double meaning in a, you know, in in a phrase where it's like, okay, but then sometimes that means you are in a space and you have to return, return home, whatever home looks like. And for him, home meant going back to Chicago. And for some others that we don't know in life, home means coming back to church and Yep. Faith community, whatever that looks like. So home can take on yep. different forms, but almost parable of prodigal son. Right. But at the same time, it was a it was a choice that chance made. made. And he had to make it for himself. But he had to realize, like, oh, this is I'm yeah, this is not good. Oh. So I was to me. But any other, I mean, and I I incur, I'm always a one that likes pushback on anything that that you read or that you listen or, or, or ingest. Is there any other pushbacks on on uh, anything in this particular psalm before we go to the next one? Yeah, go ahead. I just like, all throughout it, I see kind of this like uh, back and forth between chants, almost like double-sided between like him loving God and pursuing that, but also him recognizing that like he's fighting these demons. So even with the uh, hugging at the devil with the crucifix, it's kind of interesting that he uses that language, like he isn't fighting the He's just poking at him. And then that next mm-hmm. line is, what, I, I can't knock this stupid shit. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. just like back and forth between them. Like, I want to do what's good. I'm kind of losing myself. I don't know if I can do it. 
right. you know, I'm to, like I'm planning to stay with my girl to the end. I hope there's never a day where we we're better as friends. Like he's right. not sure yeah. that he can do it. I have the it's power, true. but also, and I've never even thought about it that way, but I'm just poking, mm-hmm. not stabbing, mm-hmm. just a little poke with the crucifix. But I do have the power to do it. Mm-hmm. Kind of this dueling dichotomy in the midst of it. Good. Anything else? Okay. All right, so we're listening to this uh, last song. Pass this out. This is, and this is, we'll see the live performance. We can pass some of those out. Share, share. Um, oh, I got like 10 minutes, so. Yeah. So let's so watch we'll, it. Yeah, we'll do this. We'll hit, the, we'll hit it. We'll hit it hard. So we'll watch it, and then as soon as we're done watching it, do a quick few minutes of that, and then we'll come back with a couple response, and then um, then we'll be done. So this is the end of the record. Uh, and I will say, like, I mean, I'll, 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 I'll say this. I'll save it. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Turn these what's the name? This is Blessings. Blessings. This is part two. Blessings. This is the last one on the album. The prize. Here we go. Oh, you guys are trying to read. World Tour in support of this groundbreaking mixtape coloring book performing Blessings featuring Anthony Hamilton, Ty, Dolla Sign, Rory, and Drum. Please welcome Chance the Rapper! Soft as mama's hands, running water, standing still, endless fields of daffodils and chamomile, rice under black beans, walked in the apple with cracked screens and told prophetic stories of freedom. Found warmth in a black queen for when I get cold like Nat King, I'm doing the dad thing. I speak of wondrous, unfamiliar lessons from childhood, make you remember how to smile good. I'm pre-currency, post-language, anti-label, pro-famous, I'm Broadway Joe Namath. Kanye's best prodigy. He ain't signed me, but he proud of me. I got some ideas that you gotta see. Make a bit with Shorty and they ship it like the Odyssey. They never seen a rapper practice modesty. I never practice, I only perform. I don't even warn, I don't need it warm. I won't be reborn. I speak to God in public. I speak 
speak to God in public, he keep my rhymes in couplets, he think the new is jam, I think we mutual fans, I used to dance to Michael, I used to dance in high school, I used to pass out music, I still pass out music, the people's chant must be everything the people can't be, I'm getting artsy farts and house full of some Hebrew brandies, you must have missed the come up, I must be all I can be, call me Mr. Mufasa, I had to master standards, I made it through, made it through, made it through, This is the space to be in. Uh, no. <laughs> we got like five minutes? Oh, yeah, let's just so, do it. Uh, I feel like we may not have time for a full discussion. So, yeah, just pop this little popcorn style. What do we you get? You read these lyrics. What stood out to you in this verse or this song? Yeah, go ahead. Quick this word. is like, this is the weirdest song in the album for me because the, the way that I listen to and interpret the rest of the songs on this. 
if, if you're just reading the words, you know, this, this song is almost like, I don't know, warning is not the right word, but it's like, are you ready? Like, yeah. get ready. Yeah. But the tone of the song and, like, the way that it's performed and presented, like, it's not like that. Yeah. It's, it's presented as, again, for more of, like, a peaceful place. So it's, it's weird because uh, it's, it's, like, it means one thing, but it means another thing. So that question of are you ready? Yeah. Are you, are you ready? Yeah. But, but also it's like, are you ready? Yeah, the, the way that it's performed, <laughs> it's like, are you ready? Because it's just going to come. Yeah. I, I love the way you, I mean, these songs that you picks, the way you influence your sample, right? So right. this is Fred Hammond. Right, yeah. So, I mean, if you listen to the Fred Hammond song and then hear this, he's like doing his own interpretation of what Fred Hammond's right. talking about. And it's amazing. Yeah. When you've got both together. Um, so, yeah, that's, I've never heard a song before. Triple A, that's older. So I just kept thinking about what a big up yours this song is. Like, he was talking about his record label. Yeah. Like, you know, his A&R guy calls him and says, we got some top spot on found. <laughs> what song are you going to do? Well, the reprise, of course. <laughs> <laughs> right? Think how pissed those guys are. This is like, like, Ken Switzer getting up at the end of sermon at service doing an elder's blessing at the Fallon show. Yeah. Right? He's not he's not doing his number one. Yeah. He's giving a blessing and like yeah. that, that's pretty crazy. Like if you see Kanye going out there and just blessing people at, at yeah. Jimmy or something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, thinking back off of that with the specific performance, I think you can tell the way that like his faith is like shaped his heart because like a lot of times performers will want to be center of attention, like out front and center, but he's like standing in a straight line with the whole band, like yeah. most of the time, like humbling himself within and like he's gen genuinely just wanting to bless everybody. Yeah. Just like the Fort Myers are co-artists, you know, the people that are featured on this album. He said, hey, come come lead this performance with me and mm -hmm. I get off out. Um, I think the way that I interpreted the blessing and miracle, you can kind of see it in his face when he's singing it. He's like, you don't even realize how good those blessings and miracles are going to be. Like, you're not ready. He's like, ask him if you are, but like, you're not. Like, he knows full well that you're not ready because he knows how God has blessed him and he's seen that. Um, and so I, that's how I so I want to make sure they both get to yeah, out. Yeah, I mean, so go ahead. The, the one thing that always stands out to me in this, and this is going to come up later when we get to see the other artists, is chance in this moment is taking very much a prophetic stance. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean by prophetic? I don't mean old dude with beer predicting the future. Um, but the notion of prophets in the Old Testament was someone who spoke from the community on behalf of the community for God. So it was someone in the midst of the community who rose up and spoke for God. And when he starts this whole thing, I speak of promised land, so it's off his mama's hands running water, you know? It's this notion of I'm standing up and I'm speaking on behalf of God about the promises of God. So are you ready for those promises? In that sense, it's a beautiful idea. I want to read what David Dark wrote, because I think it captures it very well. Um, way more elegant than I could ever say. David Dark in this, on that first little bit. If my phone goes. He says, there's a boldness here, a kind of chutzpah that might challenge popular conceptions of piety, but chances faith in a God who accepts every emotion and welcomes every form of candor and good humor is every bit biblical. His expression defies marketing and genre, for this too is a blessed thing. The visions of sacred and secular dissolve upon contact the way a heart really works. But we've already received that wisdom from one luminary after another, right? Prince knew it, 
Johnny Cash do it. When we forget so easily, true witness, no, no division. It says, labels be damned. Yeah. And I guess to, to kind of end this, uh, this morning on coloring, but there's so much in this that we could talk about. Um, the album or the mixtape is just fascinating, even in how he put it all together. Because you go from all night, if you've listened to it, which is all about like just partying being out all night, partying all night, <clears throat> to how great, like literally, how great that guy, like that. So Saturday I'm partying. Sunday I'm up in church, and then it ends. The next song after that is Smoke Break. What? <laughs> but what I love so much about Chance and some of these artists is he is literally like the sacred and the secular colliding. Like there are a lot of folks who are probably here this morning. They were out last night wilding. I ain't gonna say who's wilding in the room. <laughs> you know your life. Uh, and then we go back into whatever comes next. And the, and the Monday, Monday is coming, right? Sunday afternoon is coming. So. And so, if anything, chance should make you ask a lot of questions about your own art, or your own work, your own witness. I speak to God in public. Like that's a line that is. Quoted now, you know, as one of Chance's like greatest lines, or just memorable lines for that matter. And I guess that's the question: is where are you at with that? Like, do you speak to God in public? Some of us would say yes, I do very much so in my work and in my life and my family. Some would say, eh, you don't know where I work. You don't know where I go to school. What classes I have. But. Chance put up, I mean, literally, like, there are fans of his who were with him for Acid Rap, which we'll get to next week in 10 days, who got coloring book and was like, what are you doing? Like, what is this? But sometimes the hard pivot and turnaround is jarring for some relationships, but doesn't mean you don't need to make that turn, make that shift in what you're producing, what you're creating, and how you're doing it. So... These are a lot of questions, but go ahead. We're, so, we're done. This is it. So next week, we're going to do Acid Rap. So disclaimer, Acid Rap is a little wild. <laughs> you have never listened to Acid Rap. It's a little different. It's a little different, <laughs> but try to find the gems. So You might have more pushback on Acid Rap, yeah. I'm just imagining. But as you're listening, you'll find it on SoundCloud. We'll send out a link um, as you're listening. Just keep those three questions in the back of your head. What is the chance in this album communicating about God? What's he communicating about his relationship with God? And where does that align and disalign? And it's okay to come back and go, man, that completely disaligns with everything I think, right? If I don't have an email address, if you want the email, make sure to fill this out. Put your email address down here. Put it there. And thank you so much. Okay, see you. Awesome. See you later. If you have any questions, we're here. Well, I'm concerned.